Yes, Sakina, indeed a very impressive performance from Brent crude again last week. We saw gains in excess of 10%, and this has added to a rally of more than 22% off the recent lows that we saw early in August. So technically speaking, this means that the Brent crude market has re-entered bull market territory, and it's also broken back above that significant $50 a barrel mark where it's trading at um, still at the start of the week, even though it has pulled back slightly. And the main drivers behind this very strong rally in oil are simply that we're seeing speculators uh, ramping up expectations or they see scope for an agreement um, between OPEC as well as non-OPEC members um, late next month when they're meeting in Algeria that they could possibly uh, agree on freezing output levels um, in order to help prop up um, oil prices. Um, additional support has also stemmed from modest decreases in U.S. crude inventories after we saw months of crude stockpile buildup um, in, the, in the United States. But just um, back to that OPEC meeting that we've got coming up late in September, next, well, late next month, um, we are not entirely convinced that, that these talk, talks will yield anything concrete in terms of an agreement on an output freeze. What we saw earlier in this year, back in April, was quite a big hype in the market ahead of that um, meeting between also between the OPEC and non-OPEC members, uh, where they talked about potentially freezing output levels. But ultimately, we didn't see anything come from those talks because they were unable to reach an agreement, especially between Saudi Arabia and Iran, because Iran's tr still trying to to get, make up market share that they lost earlier because of the sanctions that we implemented against them. So we don't think that this, these gains are necessarily sustainable. And also, even if we see these producers agreeing on, on an output freeze, we could still see the market facing excess supply of around 2 million um, barrels a day. And this is because producers like Saudi Arabia and Russia, which are quite dominant in the market, are currently producing at record levels. So we just want to caution against looking, reading too much into this rally and also not convinced about the sustainability of this rally over the course of the next couple of weeks. Tying all of this back to South Africa, and even though you know it raises some concern on the fuel price front, if we see oil rallying as as aggressively as it has in the past couple of weeks. At, at this stage, we are still um, looking at the possibility of a fuel price cut in September, despite this recent rally, as the resilience in the RAND has helped to offset the negative impact that higher oil prices have for the South African consumer. So at this point, we're not too concerned about the fuel price outlook, and we still see muted risks to um, inflation from a fuel price perspective for the remainder of the year. And just shifting focus to the week ahead, Jana, um, and the main event seems to be, at least on the local market, the July CPI data that will be released on Wednesday. Can we expect to see some relief on the consumer price front there? Definitely some good news for the consumers um, that we expect to see this week when the CPI data will be released on Wednesday. Um, if we look at the consensus expectations, analysts are looking for a softening in the headline inflation rate to around 6.1% year-on-year in July from 6.3% year-on-year in June. And ETM's analysis of the data suggests that there's perhaps even a scope for a slightly more pronounced uh, pullback in the headline inflation rate to around 6% or maybe even below this 
the Saab's upper target band of 6% to around 5.9% year-on-year. So the reason why we expect to see inflation pulling back um, in July, one key driver is much deeper fuel price deflation that we saw in July, and that was the result of a very strong sell-off in Brent crude last month. And then additionally, we also have um, July as a measurement month for electricity tariff increases. And what we saw in 2016 is that this... electricity price hike was much less pronounced than the one we saw back in July 2015. So this means that there's a high base effect that will help to contain this headline inflation rate. So that also bodes well for the argument of headline CPI pulling back slightly. We do need to highlight on the flip side, however, that we still expect food price inflation to remain particularly sticky in the near term. It's still in excess of 10% year-on-year, and this is mainly the result of the drought that we're still seeing in local food prices. These effects are not expected to uh, dissipate very soon, and we do see food price inflation remaining quite sticky uh, for the remainder of the year. In terms of the overall inflation outlook, just beyond this reading that we're expecting in July, we think that there's been quite a significant improvement um, in South Africa's inflation profile. Main reason for this being the RAND, which has posted such a a very impressive, very encouraging performance. The currency is appreciated by around 13.8% since the start of the year against the U.S. dollar, and this is very good news for consumers as it suggests that overall inflation pressures are likely to dissipate in the remainder of the year and especially into 2017. And with this inflation outlook having improved as much as it already has, um, it just gives further motivation or it gives further evidence that there's not necessarily a need for the Reserve Bank to um, further raise interest rates at September meeting and possibly even at the November um, MPC meeting. So there is some good news for the consumer. We do know that the consumer is under a lot of pressure. Uh, Last week you saw those retail sales numbers coming off quite significantly. And if we see this inflation environment improving alongside um, the Saab refraining from further raising interest rates and also maybe even in 2017 consider you know interest rate cuts once again then it does seem as though the environment for the consumer could improve in the remainder of 2016 and well into 2017. Well, Jana, thank you so much for that and uh, certainly looking forward to some good news this week. And uh, we'll talk again tomorrow. Jana van Dierfenter, analyst at ETM Analytics.